Welcome to Creepy Kentucky. I'm Quinn. And I'm Laura. And uh, is there anything we want to talk about before we jump into? Yeah. Um. This. Well, first of all, I guess we really ought to say that, like, we uh, wish everybody in Eastern Kentucky, like, all the best. Yes. And, like, if you can, donate money, donate, like, trash bags or, you know, cleaning supplies or clothing or anything you can. Yeah, whatever you can, um, donate to them. They're going through it right now. Yeah. And going through it more, looks like, today. Yeah. Oh, geez. More rain, yeah. But, uh, no, that's... Yeah. I feel like last week was a nightmare, but I really don't know why. <laughs> I can't point to one single thing that was nightmarish. Well, I had a migraine for two days. Jesus Christ. Okay, that's nightmarish. Yeah. Jeez. My supervisor was upset that I didn't did not call in. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. So, told me Fair. I should have. Yeah. Well, you should have. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I mean, you got you, I assume you have the sick time. You might as well use it. That's what it's there for. Yeah. 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 I just You're just dedicated. Yeah, I push myself. I mean, this is the kind of thing you used to do at the old sex shop. So yeah, I've <laughs> I've done it everywhere I've worked. So anyway, yeah. Um, I think we've avoided talking about this as long as we're <laughs> yeah. able to. Um, yeah. today I am talking about Andrea Knable. Knable. Who has yeah. been missing since August 13th of 2019. Yeah. So, so still, almost three years now. Um, yes. So it's still kind of fresh. Yeah. And it, it's and it's very, um, it's still up in the air. Like, it's still yeah. very, like, it's very much unsolved. It's not a case of, like, where people like kind of think they know what happened but they can't prove it yeah like, there's this, nothing yeah it's like this woman just up and vanished yeah yep and we're gonna be talking about it this week and then our next episode we're going to be doing a group discussion yeah me and laura on yeah. finding andrea the yeah. four-part docu-series on discovery plus right which you know you said like so we were talking so you and i texting about it (laughs) yes and you're like and i'm like do you think i should watch this too and you said something like oh yeah i think you should and you said something about and i said well something about a hot mess and you said no the whole thing's a hot mess and i was like Oh, surely not the whole thing. And then I watched it and I was like, she was actually kind of underplaying that a lot. Oh god, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's it's a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. So we're gonna just dive on in. Rude. Yeah. Okay. So Andrew Knabel was born January seventh, nineteen eighty two. 
She was very happy, very intelligent. And then she had two younger sisters named Aaron and Sarah. Uh, Aaron actually has the same birthday as Andrea. Just oh, wow. Yeah. That seems unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> um, her dad says that she was very helpful with her younger siblings. She was like a second mother to them. Um, she got a degree in marketing from the University of Louisville. Mm-hmm. Then worked odd jobs until 2009 when she got a job at Humana as an analyst. Yeah. Her LinkedIn is still up. Oh, God. Yeah. There's a lot of her social media that's still around. That's, yeah. I didn't think to look at all, all that. But, um, so she did really well at her job as an analyst. Um, she also has two children, and I really couldn't find too much other than that she had kids, and her kids were her were her life. Yeah, and they were from two different fathers. Yeah, that was all I could really find on them, which makes sense. Yeah, that's uh, all good. Yeah, in September 2017, a friend of hers went missing. And Andrea was the first person to file a missing persons report with police Mm -hmm. and was soon after contacted by Nancy Schaefer. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about Nancy, shall we? Yeah. We're going to have more to say about her when we discuss Andrea. We have a lot to say about everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby. (laughs) But this is just a little bit about Nancy. She started Missing in America, or MIA, when she lived in New Jersey. In about oh, I never even put that together. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, they always called it, like, when her name would pop up, it would be, like, founder, Missing in America. And I was like, oh, okay, Missing in America. Okay, yep. never mind, just keep going. And <laughs> <laughs> in, in about 2005 is when it was first started. Um, MIA works with law enforcement and families to help locate missing people. They print and hang flyers. They show families how to utilize social media tools, that type of deal. Mm -hmm. And in 2016, she was evicted from her home in New Jersey, selling most of her belongings. Instead of using that money to trip away at her $300,000 worth of debt... She used it to make MIA an official charity. Well, or uh, okay. 501c3, if you want to yeah. get technical. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't... Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, she moved to Kentucky to stay with Lacrease, whom she had previously helped locate her daughter. Mm-hmm. And the crease is a part of Missing America, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, in July of 2017, she made a YouTube video with a woman named Jennifer Klein. And no, Jennifer Klein had gone missing from Moab, Utah at the age of three in 1974. So this was like a big discovery. Okay. They tested this woman's DNA. Yeah. And she was not 
Jennifer Klein. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, so that's dear. a big kind of... Oh, dear. <laughs> people. Yeah. Wow. Okay. She had also been in contact with a producer named Randy Tat about a possible series about Missing in America. Right. Fun fact about Randy Tat. <gasps> he was the, exu- the executive producer of Finding Andrea. Oh, yeah. So we're going to put a pin on that for now and get back to yeah. Andrea. Yeah. Andrea was perfect for this kind of investigative work. People would talk to Andrea, even those who wouldn't talk to police. Um, in one case, she she helped in. Um, she was the one to make the big break that led to finding the missing girl. Okay. She got into the girl's locker and found the name of her crush, like written down on a notebook or something. Hmm. So the police found the crush's address, and when they went to his house to check it out, they found the girl chained to a radiator. Oh my god. And the girl had said that it had been a human trafficking situation. Wow. So everything is going great for Andrea until about Christmas 2017. This is as far as her family says. This was the start of Andrea's downward spiral. Uh-huh. She brought home this guy named Brian for Christmas dinner. Now, he was a recovering addict, but seemed to have it all together. But her family was not convinced. She moved in with him in March 2018 to her family's horror. And he proposed later that spring. Now, I forgot to go into Brian's record. For it ranged from car theft to wandering around a Walmart naked and <laughs> on meth. <laughs> As After you do. Burglarizing a woman's home. Oh my god. So you can understand why her family would be so... Yeah, not super thrilled. No, they would be kind of concerned. Yeah. But this bliss was not meant to be. Oh. And on July 6th, 2018... He was pulled over, and police found more than two grams of meth in his car, Yeah, which was enough for him to be arrested. Right. Her family hoped that this would get Andrew, Andrea away from the friends that Brian had introduced her to, and they hoped that this would be the kick to, you know, get her away. But she then lost her job. At Humana as a part of a company-wide layoff. Mm -hmm. So money became really tight. And then in January of 2019, her car broke down on the side of the road. And she had to abandon it for the day. When she came back, it had been totaled by a snowplow. Oh, no. So this was really rock bottom. Right. Her family was helping any way they could. They offered rehab at one point just to get her help. Mm-hmm. Uh, to her credit, Andrea was trying to get back on her feet. She was saving up to get her car fixed. 
she had bought a new used car that broke down not long after. Hmm. Oh. Uh, and her kids were living with their dads since she right. was essentially homeless. Yeah. At this point. Um, and then she decided it was time to move in to her mother's home in Audubon Park. And this was her childhood home. And Audubon Park is known as Louisville's safest area. They even have their own police force. At the time, the house was being renovated by her sister, Sarah, and her fiancé, Ethan. And this was not a good situation. The three were all fighting. No. (laughs) Neighbors heard fighting between the three of them all the time. So that leads us to October 12th, 2019, the day before Andrea goes missing. You mean August? Yes, that's what I meant. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) What did I say? October. Oh, no. Which is what I wish it was. Yeah. (laughs) Trust me, it's what I wish it was. was October. October. Um, Well, it was a relatively normal day. Uh, Their mom, Cheryl, got off work at around eight and picked up some Chinese takeout and went by the house for dinner with Andrea, Sarah, and Ethan. During dinner, an argument breaks out between Cheryl and Andrea about Andrea's life. Downward spiral and this sore on her face that didn't seem to be healing. Now, this seemed like a good point for, for me to say something. Yeah. I heard a lot of different stories about what the thing on her face was. Right. I heard eczema, she was picking at it, an infection, or most likely nephews. Right. Which leads me to another point, which is her family really hasn't come out and said straight out that she had a drug problem. Right. It feels very obvious that they knew that's what the issue was, but they seem more concerned with how it looked Looked. and how it looks. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Aaron and Mike, her sister and her father are doing everything they can to find her. I mean, to a point, I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it more next week, but I feel like, like, both I feel like neither one of them wants to look at the fact that it may have been the the sister, the other sister well, and her fiance. Yes. And I don't think they want to face that at all. No. And at some point you have to face that. That it reminds me of another case where a child ended up dead and they don't want to talk about it being another child that was in the house. Oh. Uh, yeah, that one. one? Oh, yeah, yeah that one. <laughs> being sued, we're not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of reminded me, too, of Crystal Rogers. A little bit, yeah. Just because, like, you know, it's... Like, I mean, I hate to say it, but nine times out of ten, it is the family. Mm-hmm. It is the people closest to you if you if you end up dying. Right. And we'll talk about it 
more next week. But her her dad even was like, yeah, it it, it the police talked to him, and it, it's not it's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, but we'll get there. Oh yeah. Oh boy, will we oh, get there? Yeah, will 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 we ever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So back to August twelfth. Andrea leaves the table and goes upstairs. A little while later, she asks asks Ethan to bring her to the hospital to have her face looked at. And then she was going to use a Lyft gift card to get back. He agrees to take her. He swings by McDonald's so she can get some food because she really didn't eat much dinner. Mm. Um, and she gets back to her mom's house around 1130 and discovers she can't get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sarah and Ethan weren't answering the door. So the lift takes her to Aaron's, which wasn't far away. And then the gift card wouldn't work when she tried to pay. So she had to use her own money to pay for the lift, which really wasn't ideal. Nope. Aaron was sitting on the front porch drinking some wine with a friend when she saw Andrea approaching visibly upset. Mm-hmm. She told Aaron what was going on and getting kind of loud about it, which concerned Aaron because she had just moved into the neighborhood and didn't want to upset the neighbors. Now, apparently this was the kind of neighborhood where, like, if you got a complaint, they kicked you out. So she really didn't want to get a complaint so soon after moving in. Right. So she has Andrea go inside to cool off for a little bit. And while this is going on, she calls Mike and Cheryl. Cheryl doesn't know why Andrea can't get in and says she's going to try to get a hold of Sarah to see what's up. And it's then agreed that Aaron should bring Andrea back to her mom's house. And they decided this. Andrea can't stay at Aaron's house because Aaron had to work the next day. Aaron's kids would be there. And Andrea would probably sleep in and be there all day. And there was no telling who would come over. Andrew was still not hanging with the best crowd. Um, these people had even stolen from Andrea. So Aaron drops Andrea back off at her mom's house at about 1.03 a.m. And goes back home. Andrea is still unable to get inside and walk back to Aaron's house. Which... Why wouldn't you check to make sure she could get in? Right, exactly. That's like common courtesy when dropping someone Somebody off. off. yeah. Anywhere. You make sure yeah. they get in. Right. But I, I, I mean, don't want to write on Aaron too much. Because she I really... Do. Oh, I have some things to say about her. <laughs> <laughs> week, next week. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh my god, I have a lot to say. <laughs> I figured you would. Yeah. Um, so she got back to Andrew to Aaron's. <coughs> excuse me. At about 1.15 a.m. and is again very upset. But Aaron once again sends her away, tells her just to go home. Both Aaron and Mike told her 
to just go home. Which is a choice they both deeply regret to this day. Well, and they it, say they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As Andrea I mean, walks away, we'll it see. is the last she has ever been seen. Yeah. That we know of. Yeah. Yeah. The next day, Cheryl sends out a group text asking if anyone had talked to Andrea. When nobody had or could get a hold of her, Aaron started contacting Andrea's friends, extended family, anyone she could think of. Nobody had heard from Andrea. When even her best friend Amber hadn't heard from her, Aaron filled out a missing persons report. Police were on the case. A lot of them knew Andrea through her work with MIA. The family also enlists the help of Tracy Leonard. Oh, I have a lot to say about him next week, too. Oh, God, do I ever, too. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, next week may be a long episode, guys. It might be a two-parter. Yeah. It it might even end up being a four-parter, but we'll see. Depending on how long it takes us. Yeah. Um, Tracy Leonard is a private investigator um, working with his twin brother, Ted, and their company, The Locators, which is L-O-C, the number eight, E-R-S. Uh, <laughs> if that tells you anything I mean, I about Tracy want... Leonard. Yeah. Oh, I think that says everything, really. But okay. Oh, well, my next note is, I'm not going to talk a whole lot about him now, since a lot of what I have to say about him is based off finding Andrea, which yeah. is going to be discussed next. Right. But I will say this. Yeah. He is an interesting character, to say the least. Yeah. He says he is working the case for free and that he's spent some $300,000 or something trying to find her. He yeah. had worked with Andrea. He had worked with Andrea through MIA and also her volunteering for the locators. Yeah. LMPD. Talked with Aunt, with Sarah and Ethan on two occasions, one week apart. I know this was from the Finding Andrea, but it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of important to say now. Yeah. Uh, the first time they say they were asleep when Andrea got there yeah. and they didn't hear her. Right. The next time they say they were awake and chose not to let her in. Because they were setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. And after those two interviews, Sarah and Ethan moved back to Lexington and refused to be interviewed anymore by anyone. Police, producers, authors, journalists, etc. Yeah. Along with Cheryl. Cheryl's not answered to any requests either. Yeah. And we're going to leave it at that. For now. For now. But I have a lot to be content. I have a lot to say about Cheryl. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) Yes. LMPD had dogs search the area, but there was no sign. And once drugs were mentioned, their enthusiasm kind of seemed to dwindle. Mm -hmm. They still followed up on dead-end tips, but they weren't searching as actively. Which is what Tracy Leonard was doing. 
allegedly. Um, in August 2021, so about last year, Ted and Tracy Leonard got a phone call from a woman that says she was there the night Andrea went missing. And there was, he said there was something in her voice that just, he wanted to believe her. And she didn't want anything to do with the reward money that they had. She just wanted the truth to be out. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says Andrea was taken to a house about 15 minutes from Audubon Park and was raped by several men and then killed. The woman said she had escaped but couldn't go to the cops. She said there were other girls there as well and that this had been done by an African-American motorcycle gang. Tracy brought the tip to the LMPD, but they dismissed it. Um, and now we're going to go into some theories. Okay. Um, some of them we're not going to get too deep into since they get... We're going to get into them next week. Yes, but this is just kind of an overview on some of the theories about what happened. Yeah. Um, oh, and speaking of finding Andrea, when approached about it, the ex-fiance Brian was adamantly against it. Mm-hmm. He said to leave it alone. And it wasn't that he was angry, it seemed more that he was scared and then on January 28th 2022 Brian dies and according to the the podcast I listened to he fell backwards off a bridge but all I could find in like looking into it it says it was an accident I mean that's what they're gonna say holy shit so who knows yeah Oh, and that podcast I listened to it on is pretty good, actually. It's called Creeps and Crimes. Oh. I mean, <laughs> that fits. describes this case. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, theories. The first theory, she ran off, which is always a potential for missing adults. I can definitely see why some would think Andrea ran away. But she was trying to get her life back together. She even had calls for interviews on her phone. Oh. Um, and let's not forget, she helped find missing people and knew the turmoil it causes in a family. Mm-hmm. So she, she probably would not have done that. Um, number two, she killed herself, which friends and family just outright deny. But again, always a possibility. And I can see why one would think she would have done that to herself. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Three, someone she called for help killed her. Mm -hmm. It's a theory they looked into in finding Andrea. It's a possibility. I'll leave it at that. Um, Four, her work either with MIA or with Tracy Leonard made her a target. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's one we will definitely be uh, looking more into next time. Right. Man, this is just one big advertisement for our next episode. 
<laughs> I mean, it's also one big advertisement for the show, which, like, I would actually <laughs> recommend. Like, it's really, really interesting. It is. It is very interesting. Um, that's really five. like it's really well done. Mm-hmm. And they show you kind of all the weird like leads and stuff, you know. And they show it from various angles, right? As well, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Thirty-five connections with the drug world made her a target. Mm-hmm. Again, will be looked at next time. Um, number six. Which is one I find interesting. Um, is that Andrea and Nancy are working together. That Nancy helped Andrea go missing um for publicity. Okay. Remember Nancy was trying to get an MIA reality show. Right. And then when her friend goes missing, she gets a docu-series about said missing friend. Right. With her now ex-detective boyfriend produced by the guy she was talking about talking to about getting that series in the first place. Right. It seems a little I don't think she would leave her kids. No, she wouldn't. Voluntarily. But, I mean, you never know. And she had to get that 98% success rate. But this is pretty unlikely. Um, Nancy was living in Pennsylvania at the time. And again, Andrea knew what it does to a family. Right. Yeah, they both did. So, yeah. And once again, I saved my personal favorite for last. Yeah. Something happened at the house. Yeah. We will I go mean, more into I this next time. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about it, but yeah. <laughs> but here's why this is one of my favorite theories. The situation at the house was bad. Right. Neighbors could hear fighting. Ethan had a temper. Yep. The neighbor may have heard late night construction the night Andrea went missing and missing in America's psychic medium, Diane visited the house and felt a hit to her head and saw a hole in the wall of Andrea's room. Also, Sarah and Ethan have never been to a vigil, never been to a search, nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, if my sibling went missing, I'd be at every single one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, we know with what happened to that one babysitter, you'd be, like, going off on them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andrew Knable is 40 years old now. Mm. She is a mother, a daughter, a sister. She devoted her time to finding missing people. And I'm going to finish this with a quote from And from Aaron from Finding Andrea. Because I just thought it was really sweet. People will just say, 
oh, she has this problem. She needs to be gone. Anyways, who cares? And that's not true at all. There's so much more to Andrea than this one problem she was having. Her life matters. She is five foot seven with brown hair and green or hazel eyes. If you have any information, contact LMPD at 502-574-LMPD. Or you can contact Tracy Leonard, if you really want to, <laughs> at 502-618-9337. You sure and do that. <laughs> um, okay. Or you could, I assume, contact that Joe guy if you could find out his number. Yeah, Joe Fanchuli. Joe Fanchuli. He needs to have some of those moles looked at. I'm just going to throw that out there because are some of them, like, he's got a lot of moles on his face and some of yeah. them look like they might be, you know, issues. Might be a little sus. Yeah. Might want to go get them looked at. Yeah. Dermatologist. Someone. Yeah. But that was Andrew Knabel. Oh. Well, you had some information on there that I want to talk about next week because it wasn't in the show. Right. And that's why I wanted to make sure we discussed the case. Right. And what happened before we dive into the show. Right. Right. And I got a lot of my information from the Creeps and Crimes podcast. And um, the lady on there actually spoke with Aaron and Mike, and um, the other one was an article on narratively. And the author of that also spoke with Aaron and Mike. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Next week should be a whole lot more fun. And just fun lightly, but we'll be kind of making fun of people and. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like gonna say we're gonna actually come out and accuse someone of murder next week, but I bet we're gonna come out and accuse someone of murder next week. Just yeah. throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. Next week, week after. Well, whenever. I don't know. Yeah, whenever. It'll get. It will get there. You'll you'll hear us again. Oh yeah, you'll you'll hear us accuse someone of murder yeah. <laughs> next time. <laughs> Next time. Like, I'm not gonna throw out who you're um, hearing that you're hearing that we're accusing someone of murder now. You have to listen next time to find yeah. out who. Who? Oh, we probably won't. Joe's over here going, you better not. <laughs> we'll just say it rhymes with something. We'll not come out and say their name. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that well, I don't know. I'll next week. Yep, yep. It's a very interesting case. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got so many options, so many possibilities. But at the end, it really only points to one possibility. For me, at least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we're in agreement on it. But I do want to talk about some of the other... Yeah. Oh awesome. yeah, absolutely, but, absolutely. Yeah. But it might have to end up being a couple episodes that we talk about this series. Yeah, yeah. Because we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. 
Okay. Well. Okay. Well, we have an email. Yeah. It's creepykentucky at gmail.com. We have a Twitter. A Twitter. And an Instagram. An Instagram. And it's creepy Kentucky. Yes. At creepy Kentucky. Right. And who are we? Who are we gonna? What the hell? Oh God, I don't know. We got a whole list of people to do it next time. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy Leonard. Tracy, that's who I was thinking. That was my first thought. Well, what the hell, him? I guess. Yeah. Three, two, one. Tracy Tracy Leonard. Leonard. What What the the hell? hell. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>